me a second. I'm trying to select the appropriate weapon. Uh, watch who you stepping. Them snakes all around, you know they connected. Uh, when I was a kid, my grandmama told me I can't go to heaven. So I stopped praying and asking for blessings and started preparing for my Armageddon. Got nothing to lose, I'm all in. Walking the edge, don't fall in. Enough of the lies, don't apologize, I don't understand, are you foreign? This is the place, this is the site, grab all your people and log in I'm waiting, don't care how long it's gonna take Yo, I love me that intro right there, that is hot What up, we are live, we're back in action, we are snapping our fingers As the NFL season lingers just around the corner And here to warn you, all about it is the 3rd and 3 podcast We're going absolutely freaking fantasy football crazy tonight And we want you to be a part of the show with your questions, your comments, your opinions We'll get them all on air for you Nikki Yes. You went from a rising star in this game to like a full-blown stable sun orbiting in a galaxy. Like, I mean, every day of the week and even days that there are under the week, you're you're going now. You're trying to catch Damien over here. I'm, I'm trying. I'm learning from the best. I'm, I'm trying to be just like him when I grow up. Dang it. <laughs> I love it. That's funny, man. Uh, what up, D, bro? I'm always entertained by your daily posts and the one today with Serena. That was that was definitely good and entertaining, and I get where you're coming from, bro. Uh, thank you so much, man. Yeah, I'm just trying to continue staying busy. You know, I can't be like Nikki, man. Nikki has something every day of the week. She has a Ooh. schedule. She has not Yeah, I'm not on Nikki's level. Nikki has an itinerary and everything now. Um, <laughs> I do it to like keep track for myself. I mean, yeah, I want you guys to come watch, but I'm like, wait, what am I doing today? Oh, okay, we're gonna take back. Yeah, you don't even know. <laughs> nah, man, I love it, and I'm glad to have you back, bro. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, for you guys don't know, I have pneumonia. Yeah, pneumonia on both of my lungs. It's freaking weird, but I'll be all right. I'm feeling better. So I'm back in the game. Yes, I am Jason Fearman. Back at the Sports Prophet with you over here. I'm going to prophesize all night tonight. The third and three podcast presented by the Sports Column and brought to you by Reebok. So Reebok's deal of the week. Get up to 60% off on their Reebok collection. So get the Reebok Rewind shoes for just $39.99. With the rewind code at checkout. So the code is rewind. Use that word at checkout. Get up to 60% off the Reebok collection apparel statewide from now until the 14th of this month. Get that stuff. Get her going. I want to give a quick shout out, guys, to Russell Baxter. Came on the pa- Russell Baxter, excuse me. You came on the Power 32 podcast uh, a couple days ago. And we ran through all 32 NFL teams in like under 40 minutes and Hit on you know each question. It was really cool. So you guys can see that on YouTube or listen to it on Spotify and you know all that other stuff. I don't have time to go through them. So tonight we're doing fantasy football. All right. So um, you better find me somewhere. <laughs> right? yeah, it's there. It's there. It's around. You know, just plug it in. You'll find that stuff. Power Thirty Two Podcast. All right, you'll enjoy it. Yeah. So tonight it's all about fantasy football, though. So you know we're going to prepare ourselves and yourselves as well. Get it ready. Get her going over here. We have a little bit of neighborhood news, but it's mostly fantasy football all night long. So, all right, let's start. Let us begin over here. Uh, the quick news, you know, just to go through it, guys, real quick. What do you think of Roquan Smith asking for a trade, D? Um, I mean, I, I'll get my thoughts real quick just to get it out there. I think Chicago should do it because, I mean, they suck already, so they might as well get some draft picks or something out of it if they can. I don't know. And thank you, Ma, by the way. I appreciate that with the shout-out. Yeah, now, I definitely agree with you. Like, Chicago has no reason to try to play hardball here and try to keep them around. 
Uh, if he feels like he's you know not valued there, especially with a team that's in rebuilding mode, like you said, go ahead, get the draft picks. Uh, it's kind of different from the Kareem Hunt situation, but I feel like mm-hmm. this one is where Chicago should be like, you gave us some good years of service here. You haven't been any trouble for us. We can go ahead and grant you your wish. Now, mm-hmm. where you go depends on who gives the best offer. We can't really determine that, but we can mm-hmm. get you out of here. Yeah, the deal is, I mean, he is a very good player. There's no question about it. We know that, Nikki. The guy's a really good player, and he's yeah. going to get paid, and that's what he wants, and Chicago doesn't need to go do that because they have problems everywhere else. <laughs> they really do. Um, looks like the Ravens might be in play, and I could see that. Why Gosh, not? what I more? A lot of people are saying uh, Odell Beckham to Baltimore, but um, I don't know about that. I don't know. That's something I wanted to bring that up, actually. I mean, I was going to go there, but let's go there now. Odell Beckham. I mean, here's the thing. I think why teams aren't signing him now. There was something with if they sign him now for the season, then his whole contract would be guaranteed or something along those lines. Something is guaranteed. But if they do it within the season, then it's not plus the fact he's not ready to play it. So nobody's jumping on him. I, I don't know, Nikki, where his best fit is. I keep hearing Dallas. You know, that does make sense. Even no. if it, yeah, I know. I'm sure you know that, right? Really? I know. But um, he's not going back to the Giants. That's not going to happen. So forget that. But I don't know where he would go. But he's definitely somebody who's going to get picked up at some point. Maybe the Rams again. Yeah, I could see the Rams, right? I mean, I feel like that's a good fit for him. I, know. I could see Baltimore. I do think that he would do well there. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we do well anywhere. Not Dallas. Don't speak that into existence. I mean, Davis would be like, oh, Saints. Saints got to get him. We don't need him. Yeah, we got to get him. If I had no, control, we don't, we, don't, we, don't need any, we don't need any more receivers. We're pretty stacked. Uh, we could, he definitely could have used him last yeah. year. But, yeah. You're uh, good. This year, we're, we're pretty stacked. But I think we definitely can see him in all those places that you guys talked about. And also, it makes sense to wait. Like Jason was saying, if you pay him now, it's guaranteed. You don't know if he's really going to come back fully himself. So you want to wait and see that, you know, so I would wait and see as well if I was a team. I uh, don't have to wait and see on pops over there. We're getting love from the family right now. All right. Uh, yes. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, yes. The entertaining trio that we are and we don't try. That's what makes it beautiful. I think that's why you know, we're and a lot of people copy us. Don't think that I don't see the content that we put out and I see everybody all of a sudden the next day, they got something very similar or they damn near just rip off your, your Isn't weird how that happens, you know, at least give us a shot out when you're doing just it. Come on. I broke something pretty early yesterday and all of a sudden it goes to so the glass. You have to clean it up. Credit. Yeah. So that's what happens when you break things. Sorry. Nobody wants to give you. Hey, listen, I was the first person on the planet who said Deshaun Watson was going to Cleveland. Not one person came and kissed my butt. But that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. I'll deal with it. You know, speaking of Watson, so what? You know, it's an, I don't need to show it off on air. You know, just take my word for it. Anyway, Roger Goodell. Speaking of the Deshaun Watson, he wants him out of here for like the entire year. I understand that. I get it. But you know, you should have been more of a big mouth to begin with, I guess. But calling him predatory, like his actions were predatory. His behavior was predatory. So. Uh, D, he wants him suspended for the entire year. What do you think? Do you think he deserves it? Do you think Goodell's out of line? What are your thoughts on the whole thing? It's so hard to say what he deserves, right? We talked about it last week. It's just such a different situation compared to all the others that, you know, we've seen going in the NFL. I do think the NFL, for one, 
one of the first times in a very long time is probably on the right side of the issue, right? Because they're coming down strong. They're saying they're not accepting this. They want more than what the judge handed down. So I think the NFL, no matter what happens, NFL actually looks good in this situation for the first time in a very long time when it comes to something like this. Uh, but legally, I don't know if they can get more than six games because even with all of the testimony, it didn't even go to trial. So that's my thing. That would be my cause to pause is how can you justify suspending him for a year and stopping him from working for a year on something that he didn't even, not only did he not go to trial, but not even get charged for to go to trial. So legally, I feel like it's going to be tough to get more than with the six games, but I think the NFL is on the right side of this one for the first time in a long time. Yeah. I, I, all right. You make good points. I'm not sure it's going to be as difficult because I think they're going to use stupid things and weight against like Calvin Ridley's suspension, which is for a year, which doesn't make any sense and use that as some sort of like weird leverage to say, well, if this guy got that, then he definitely deserves more than that in some sort of capacity. I'm not saying they're going to use that verbiage, Nikki, but when we look at it also, we say the same exact thing, like how can this guy be suspended for a year and you only get six games when you compare the two allegations and whatever you want to say. So uh, what are your thoughts? Do you think that it's going to be more than six games when it's all said and done? Um, it probably should be, but you know, we talked about this on Courtney's, uh, he had the women's panel, uh, women of fantasy football and you know, I think, him. yeah, as a, you know, he opened the show with that and that was good because we all agreed all the women on there. Um, you know, you're just very conflicted, right? And my main issue, and I say it all the time is it's like different rules for different, you know, for different people, for different players. So there's no, you know, rhyme or reason, it feels like half the time. And I think a lot of the women fan base is very conflicted. I know I keep saying that, but I mean, it's real, right? I'm going to be there opening day. I mean, hell, I cover the Giants and training camp. So who am I to sit here and like preach about it? But it just uh, feels like it just feels gross. But then you have like Dean mentioned, well, he didn't have legal charges brought against him. So there's either not enough or I think we can all at least agree and say something went on. Whatever happened was way out of line, inappropriate, gross and disgusting. Um, and so I'm just at this conflicted point and I don't know how to resolve it, really. Well, fortunate for you, it's not up to you to resolve. So don't worry about it. You'll just have to yeah. sit back like the rest of us and see what does happen. All right. Uh, boy, Brad over there. Yeah. T talk about the Giants. We'll talk about them. We definitely will. Uh, hopefully they won't stink. By the way, uh, Russell Baxter had good things to say about both of your teams. Nick, he does think your Giants are going to take a step forward this year. He really does. So Step forward, not quantity. Well, no, he, like significant step forward. Significant. significant. Okay. So this is, we need, is, is it significant leaps and bounds quantum? Like how, how uh, does this happen? No, I, I, I was being generous with the significant. You should have left it at that because I don't want it to be. <laughs> I just want to know what the order is. Obviously, quantum is one. Yeah, and quantum. Yeah, you're not there. And, and you're not then there. significant? Yeah, you're at a significant leap. Yes, significant leap. No matter which quarterback apparently will come in because Brian Dable, he believes don't. in. Don't don't start. <laughs> we'll don't, don't start. No, I'm not. I'm not starting. You are starting. I'm, not, we are I'm, not, I'm too serious. You're already start. starting. Do not. No, do not. I am sick. Stop. Start. You. No, 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 no. I am sick of the bullshit negativity from the goddamn Giants fans. Okay, I cannot right. handle it anymore. You guys, you understand? You see Giants them fans. on the timeline? No. Brian Dable put Tyrod Taylor in because he had to talk to Daniel Jones and did not want to stop practice. And it's Listen. something that he did in Buffalo. He said it's the best practice. So stop. 
Nikki, I'm going to let you listen. You catch your breath for a minute, then I want to hear what you have to say. You catch your breath for one second. If Daniel Jones is pooping the bed by week four, week six, is he out of here or what? Brian Dable taking him out? I would. I'd yank him right out. Yeah, if he's horrible, then, yeah, you have a veteran backup who's a proven winner in the NFL or someone who can win in the NFL and Tyrod Taylor. So, yeah, but hopefully he's not pooping the bed. Hopefully he's, you know, (laughs) he's doing okay. But if he's not, I definitely can see him being yanked. But I don't think the one play in practice was indicative of anything coming. Oh, of course not. Of course. We just, look, of course we love having fun with you over here, Nikki, with that one. No, but obviously – you want what's best for your team anyway. And he's not tied to Daniel Jones in any way, shape, or form. So he will take him out if he need be. And if he sees that the team can take a step forward better with Taylor and they have to draft a quarterback next year, that's what they'll do. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, and that goes for any team, right? You're going to put in the guy that's going to give you the best chance to win. And I, none right. of us are tied to Daniel Jones. Just the negativity is, like, so sick. I mean, do you guys get this mm. with, like, your own fan bases on your timeline. No. It's yeah, like our teams oh, are good. Teams are good. <laughs> <laughs> you say your teams are good. Our teams are yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to worry about that <laughs> too much. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, it's all good. D, what's up? Are you growing out a little bit more? You're looking good. Oh, growing out. Yeah. It's, it's a little nappy right now. I got to calm it out. <laughs> no, 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 no. It looks good. It looks good. You look older and wiser, man. What up, Tommy? <laughs> yeah. oh. you know, he, look, he's the, the youngest guy on the show. We we need him to look older. Distinguished. <laughs> well, that's, you, that's the thing you missed, Jay. I finally wasn't the youngest guy on the show last week. Wow. How about that? How did that feel? That's amazing. Oh, I felt old. I felt really old talking to 20 years Man, that's what's up. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's get back to business. Bad business for the Jets. They're trying to get off to a good start, but they got a bad knee with Beckton. That, that sucks. He's going to miss the whole year. He's not, you know, actually, when I brought it up to one of my big time Jet, uh, Jet fans, Friends, my best are trying to say that 15 times fast. Anyway, he's like, not really that big of a deal. Next guy step up because Becton wasn't there last year. So people aren't freaking out. But I thought it was a big deal. That guy is like eight foot 12, 9,014 pounds. That is one big dude, man. And he was going to play right tackle. I don't know. All right. Well, what's the last little bit of news? Oh, they quick power rankings. And right? then we're going to get into all fantasy crap here. Uh, D, let me give you the first 12. All right. Man, this is by Dan Hansus of Around the NFL. So he's an NFL writer, and he did his NFL power rankings for NFL.com, NFL, NFL. All right, so he went Bills, Rams, Bucks, 49ers. I don't know about that one. I'll be the first one to say it. Then Bengals, Packers, Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers, Ravens, Raiders, Colts at number 12. No Saints in there. I know I said that kind of fast, but Bills, Rams, Bucks, Niners, Bengals, Packers, Chiefs on the outside of that. Charges on the outside of that. I'm not loving that ranking up until like, I think after three, he kind of went right down the hill. Yeah. The first thing that stood out, like you said, the 49ers being that high. Now their roster is that high. We just don't know about Trey Lance. So when you have right. a big unknown at QB, I think that should knock you down a few slots. It's a little uh, premature. Also, right? There. Yeah. Also, I, you might be high on Denver, so you might not have caught that on as it stuck out to you. But I think me and Nikki, when you said Denver there in that top like eight or nine, I was like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I am mile high on Denver. There's no doubt about it. I am. So maybe I kind of glossed over that. They are above the uh, the Chargers, which actually I like the Chargers better than the Broncos. So I'm with you guys on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I, the Chargers being behind them didn't make any sense to me. And then. 
You also got teams like the Raiders that could be thrown in there as well. Uh, that roster is pretty stacked. Uh, so, and I'm, I'm not mad that the Saints aren't in the top 12. Uh, I can yeah. see why they would be outside of that just based on the I'm at 13, just so you know. 13. Okay. Yeah, I'm not mad at 13. Uh, I can see why they would be put there, especially you still have your doubts about Jameis and our safeties being new. I can see. But outside of that, the roster is pretty stacked and left tackle, of course. Uh, so with those mm. things, I can see why the Saints would be outside of the top 12. But outside of 49ers and Broncos, the other things on there, I'm okay with. But it's not, like you said, it's not the best power rankings I've ever heard. Nah, definitely not the best. And <laughs> then it gets a little strange. After then, the Cowboys at 14, Nikki. I don't like that. You don't like that, I'm sure. And then the Eagles ranked after them. I think a lot of people would disagree at this point. Then the Titans... Uh, the Cardinals. I'm looking for the Giants, and I'm not even trying to be funny right now. Because, so you have to go all the way to the bottom, uh, for sure. The Dolphins, the Steelers, the Vikings, the the Jets are ranked ahead of the Giants. For God's sake! Oh boy! Wow! All right, this list is a little messed up over here. I don't know about that one. Mm. You mad, Nick? Yeah, that's a little crazy. Well, what am I mad yeah. about? No, I'm not mad. I'm calm. I'm You're realistic. Today. All right, I'm- I like. Like that. She's yeah, already went off. She already went off earlier. We'll be calm. Yeah, I already. It's already done. Yes, right. I am going to be calm for the rest of the show. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. We have a I long show, try. by the way. We have a long time to go. All right. So you're on the clock. All right. Let's see what happens. All right. Let's, let's officially start this fantasy thing over here. Let's do it with Mount Player. Player. We're going to do our top four fantasy NFL team. So basically what that means is exactly what you heard. The best NFL teams, excuse me, the the NFL teams that have the best fantasy players on them, what we think. So we each have our top four. So we're going to go through it from four, three, two to one, like Matt Player Player does. Nikki, let's start with you. Ladies first, always. Who's your number four team in the NFL with the best fantasy players on them? Remember, we changed that to ladies' option. We are modern now. Oh, excuse me. Would you like to go first? Pardon moi. Yeah, I I do like to go first and everything. Okay, there you go. Um, (laughs) uh, Well, you just talked about the Raiders, so I have the Raiders number four. I mean, Mm -hmm. you guys know I'm high in Derek Carr. I think he's a baller. Um, And then you got, like, Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller. They fixed that defense, so they've got some nice pieces in place. Um, I think that that team can go a lot of different places. It's going to be a fantasy juggernaut. Underrated. Mm, Maybe so underrated because I didn't have him on my list, D. Do you like that? What do you think? No, I do like that pick. All the weapons you mentioned with Adams, we all know he's a fantasy darling. Even at wide receiver, some people will pick him, you know, top five overall uh, because he is that good. Uh, Darren Waller would be one of the top tight ends. Renfro is somebody who, if you're in a you know a league where you play per catch, he's somebody who's definitely very very valuable because uh, he gets the ball a lot. A uh, good running back. They have pretty much everything you want as far as a fantasy team. So I like that pick. Yeah, it's pretty good, Mickey. I'll, I'll give you credit there. Not bad. Starting off pretty good with you, number four. <laughs> all right, she knows what she's talking about. She was in the fantasy championship last year. Don't uh, don't kid yourself. All right, she knows what she's doing. All right, D, who's your number four? Uh, my number four is the Buffalo Bills. Mm. Uh, you look at Josh Allen. Uh, Josh Allen's an absolute monster fantasy-wise, both throwing and running the ball. Uh, wide receiver, you got Stephon Diggs. Uh, you also have Cole Beasley. You have guys. Cole Beasley is another one if you're playing in a PPR league who's very good for you. You're not going to get the most yards, but he'll get a lot of catches. 
in that type of league. He'll get you some points in that defense. So I was doing research for uh, our car on the Saints defense. And every time I would look up stats, who's right there just standing out, the Buffalo Bills defense. Every time I looked up any type of category <laughs> from last year, the Buffalo Bills defense stood out. It's absolutely crazy. And it got even better uh, this past offseason. So I can see them creating a lot of turnovers and being a good defense fantasy-wise and, of course, in real life. All right, so you're going to roll with that defense again as opposed to saying, you know what, maybe another team with a better running back. But, D, you know your stuff. I'm not going to sit here and argue with you. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it, and I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. All right. Uh, you don't argue with D, but you'll argue with me. It's <laughs> easier to argue with you. D, D's smarter than I am. I can't handle it. <laughs> what are you saying? I'm not smarter than you? I'm just you know trying what? to throw them down. It's for my fire to take you down. When, D, when is the, when is the podcast draft? The first September first yeah, is when we're doing I it. I cannot wait. <laughs> I, no, I can't wait either. Revenge is coming. It's coming. Let you go. Let you go. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Whose idea was this? Like, how? Who put all of us it. together in a friggin' fantasy league? Who's idea? We make you stronger. That's what happens. The brothers make you stronger. You have two brothers here for you. We make you stronger. That's what it is all about. All right. <laughs> make you uh, stronger, but still, all of us in this fantasy league is rough. It, it's a lot of fun. Oh, the draft is going to be so much fun. D, you got to handle all that crap again. Good luck. Yeah, Good luck. you guys better <laughs> sing happy birthday to me because my birthday is two days later. So, uh, oh, I'm requesting uh, it now. Okay, all right, <laughs> you got we'll it. Make sure we, we put that in the draft for you. Yes. <laughs> draft order right there. All right, no doubt. Yes. Have a cake and everything. Twelve teams, like twelve, like twelve candles. All right. All right. You're in. My number four. Um, man, I put a few teams down. <clears throat> Ultimately, I went with Minnesota because they just have a lot. Um, Kirk Cousins throwing the ball to Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen and Dalvin Cook at running back. I mean, that's a four-headed monster right there. And then even if Cook goes out, Alexander Madison steps right in and does a good job. So the defense I'm not going to speak about because they could be good this year, but defenses in Fantasy could be a wild card sometimes, unless maybe you're Buffalo or Pittsburgh. Well, actually, Pittsburgh's not even that great because they don't get that many turnovers. They get sacks, but that's a whole different story. We're going to get into more of that crap when we go over my seven fantasy freaking rules, all right? So I'm going Minnesota number four. Uh, they also got Irv Smith, who may step up this year. You know, Kyle Rudolph and everything. Let's see if he can finally get the job done. So that's my number four, uh, Nikki. Do you think uh, Minnesota belongs in there? Mm, I wouldn't just because of the defense. So Okay. I take it. I, I get enough. what you're saying. Yeah. All right. Where'd you go with three? Uh, so three, I have the Colts. Um, so everybody knows oh. I keep, yeah, I keep like uh, pimping out, you know, Matt Ryan <laughs> and Alec Pierce and Michael Pittman Jr. Um, 2016? Huh? I just forgot what year it was. I thought it was 2016 for a second. Matt Ryan, fantasy. <laughs> I don't know. Got confused. Oh, really? Because wait till you see how productive he and <laughs> Alec Pierce are going to be because Matt Ryan is an incredibly productive Ooh. quarterback and he does turn his second wide receiver options into production machines. So you go I, right I, in drafting on your water over there. <laughs> go right. You think it's water. By the way, the Colts had a top 10 defense last year. And oh, by the way, Jonathan Taylor. I mean, wh- how could they not be? Maybe I ranked them too low for you, but nah, you're not I'm, a Matt Ryan believer. I, I was, you know, 14 years ago. Yeah, I was. Yeah, sure. 
He was young. And he's he a fantastic. No, he's a fantastic. I love Matt Ryan. I'm kidding. Yeah. Matt, I know you're listening to the show. I'm sorry. I love you. I'm just having fun with uh, my friend over here. <laughs> yeah, he thinks, yeah, he thinks I'm drinking Haterade. I love it. Yeah, what flavor is <laughs> All filled up in there. Glacier I have to pick on it when I get my chances, bro. I have to. Glacier Ice Haterade. What is that clear one? <laughs> and who knows what the hell's in here? Wow. Another special mixture of crap. All right, <laughs> uh, drink this, and you try to figure out my mystery drink. Uh, D, what's your three? Uh, at number three, I went with Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati, I think, is stacked offensively. Joe Mixon is a good running back option. You got Jamar Chase. You got T. Higgins as yeah. well. Uh, Joe Burrow had a monster year last year. Uh, and their defense can be feisty as well. So I think that you hit on all components with Cincinnati. It's pretty well done. They are the defending AFC champions as well. So, Nikki, you probably like that one right there, huh? I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good, it's a good one. I, I, I'm glad that we have different ones, all of us, already from fours to threes, because my number three is the Kansas City Chiefs. I know they lost Tyree Kill, but you still have the best quarterback in the game, in my opinion, Patrick Mahomes. Kelsey, best tight end in the game. Yeah, it's working out pretty good so far. I think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire takes on more of that Brian Westbrook type of role um, that, you know, back with the Philadelphia Eagles when Andy Reid was coaching him and McNabb and the way that that style worked out. Um, yeah, then there's McCole Hardman, obviously. Jared McKinnon's in there. Juju Smith comes over. Marcus Valdez-Scanlon comes over. You know, he's – look, he can take the deep ball, man. He can get you those 50-yard bounds for touchdowns. So I think Kansas City at number three is pretty good, even though Tyreek Hill still not, is not there. I think they belong so that's my number three Dean. okay no nah, i'm not mad at that because you mentioned the quarterback and pat mahomes if you have him definitely set you up to have success fantasy wise i would be a little a little wary of the other weapons there but qb you got locked up with pat mahomes and the defense did play better as the year went on last year we'll see if they do pick that one up all right nikki what do you got for two cincinnati okay Two minds, two great minds think alike right there. Love it. You want to add on to his juice, so you want to leave it at that and move it on? I mean, basically said everything. You know, you guys know I'm a big Joe Burrow fan. It's my boy, my other boy. You got too many boys, all right? Brent, Brent, don't listen anymore. uh, Yeah, I got to stick up for Matt Ryan because he's a great Great. fantasy quarterback, and you want to just poop all over him. And Joe Burrow. Okay. All right, just take them all. All the quarterbacks are hers. All of them. Everyone. Nikki, this will be my only pushback on Matt Ryan. He was a great fantasy quarterback in Atlanta. A lot of those years, they were coming back from behind, so he's throwing yeah. a lot of yards and garbage time. Yeah. He won't have as much garbage time this year with the Colts. So yeah. maybe he doesn't get those fancy points that he got with Atlanta in those years when you know, he was playing for the Sucky Falcons. Yeah, and that's a good point. But I think that well, that's a good point. Okay. Now all of a sudden it's a good point made. All right. Now now she won't drink. Make any point, you're just drinking your hater. <laughs> that's a good point. But I that's a good point. I understand what he's saying, but I think he's still worth. I think he just doesn't get considered as you know a good fantasy quarterback, and typically he is. So we'll say. Typically he is. You are right. You are right. All right. So you went with uh, the Bengals at three. So uh, at two, I'm sorry. Gee, who oh, you got at two? I'm sorry. Is that your freaking landline going? <laughs> yep. It is. I, I have nothing to say at all. I know. I'm so I'm very embarrassed right now. I can't believe I didn't shut that damn thing off. Holy crap! This is pathetic. My landline is going. Talk about 
Matt Ryan, 2016. What, I, I'm I mean, old. a freaking landline. <laughs> the, line, the line of the night. Here it is. The line of the night. Brought out by hubby. <laughs> you have That's a 99 cold. He wants his phone back. <laughs> I love it. What's your What's your answering machine message? It's like a robot. Please leave the message. <laughs> Do you come home and, and hit play that little red, you know, light yes. yeah. up, like that big giant phone. box? It's got it's got a it's like, rewinds yeah, all the way got, back. Yeah, yep, yeah. I still got one of the rotary phones. You got like a fax machine and shit over there? Yeah. Sure do a fax machine. Absolutely. <laughs> I got the shredder right next to it. Are you on dial up? Is that what it is? Are you, are I got you dial up? up, internet. I still have an AOL account. There's no question. <laughs> you do yes. have an AOL account. That's I'm, I don't lie. Yes, I do. It's true. 100%. It ain't freaking broke. I'm not going to fix it. AOL it accounts. But you want to come at me for like digging in the past for Matt Ryan. Okay. Get off my lawn. That's right. Get off. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, All right, yeah, D. Yeah, D just sits back and listens. He's like, <laughs> he just oh, for goodness, God! All right, save us, bro. Did you do your number two yet? Because I'm lost, man. Yeah, so it's my number two now, and my number two is New Orleans Saints. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow, I did not just end the segment. I just can't get him. Get him. Get him. First of all, you are Homer City, Homer Simpson. Oh my god, Alvin Kamara, not a top five fantasy. Only half the year, he only missed four games last year. So, is Alvin Kamara not a fantasy of top five fantasy running back? He's getting old, man. All right, okay. Last time we saw Michael Thomas, he broke the record for receptions in a season. Is that not Michael Thomas? He broke his knee. <laughs> he's, and he's looking great in training camp. Unlike the, the Giants training camp, Saints fans have been Yo, great wait a minute. about here. Okay. You want to just come at me with your what are they called? Strays and bullets? Like, what? Yeah. I'm not involved. It's like housewives, right? I'm like, oh, okay. I'm the one that's not involved. We're gonna have. I always catch strays from you, Nikki. I always catch strays from you. You and Jay yeah, arguing just randomly. <laughs> just randomly, I just catch a stray in the neck. So yes, yeah, you're catching a stray right yeah. now. <laughs> You are such a – I can't – this is a major homer pick, but you know what? It actually does make sense, especially when he says it. I do get it. it you know what? They do have – Like I said, Alvin Kamara is going to ball out. Michael Thomas, absolute baller when healthy, has been looking like himself at training camp. Jarvis Landry, PPR monster. Chris Olave, come on, man. That's the reason why he was so highly talented coming out of college, right? That defense was monstrous last year, creating a lot of turnovers, forcing teams to kick field goals. You're going to get fancy points with them, especially with sacks as well. So defense, running back, wide receivers, and Jameis throwing to them. Jameis was on Nikki's list as a fancy sleeper. Yeah. So let's not act like this is a crazy pick. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> you know what? It's really not that crazy, actually. It really isn't. I mean, it is Homer freaking Simpson. There's no question about it. But – it's it's decent, and that a lot of it does depend on Jameis Winston. That's the thing. I mean, that that's why they're not on my list because he's not. I feel like the guy. He's look. You don't want him to throw for five thousand yards this year, right? You don't want that to happen. If that's no, happening, that's, that's the thing, though. But this year, like last year when he was playing, he was at a low pace as far as passing the ball because we didn't have weapons. So he's going to be throwing the ball at a higher pace this year because we have weapons to throw the ball to. But of course, we don't want him throwing it to where he's throwing it the most in the league, and he doesn't have to do that with the running game that we have. So if he's on pace for 4,500 yards and 
30 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. That's a fine year, both real life and fantasy wise. And I think he can do that. I dig it. I dig it. We'll sing. We'll see. All right. Let me give you my number two. I think they're just better teams than, honestly, what you guys have said, both of you combined. I'm a little baffled, to be honest with you. The Dolphins are in. I have another two, three more teams. The Dolphins are my number two. Tyree Kill, Cedric Wilson, Jalen Waddell, Mike Isecki, uh, Tua, yes, Raheem Mostert, Chase Edmonds, their defense. Yo, dude, are you freaking kidding me? The Dolphins are whacked, stacked, fantasy, freaking dot-com city. Here we come. That team has got it all. And two is going to benefit from all these guys. He may be a guy that you want to like sleep on and wait on until like the 12th round to go pick because we're going to be talking so much fantasy. Grab him. He's going to benefit from these dudes alone. This team is fantasy freaking city. I don't know how they can. I don't know if they are your number one. If they are, fine. But they should be on everybody's freaking list. I'm sorry if they're not. Nikki, I, I don't know. Miami, come on. Yeah, I just I don't trust the quarterback. Um, and some of those players are injury prone. So who? Mostert's injury prone, which is why Edmonds probably be a good back. And you want to talk about value, can also get Matt Ryan in the very last round as well, instead of risking it on Tua. Yeah, but there's a reason you can get Matt Ryan in the last round. I would, I would rather have Ryan than Tua. Thank you. Because uh, with Tua, I just don't trust him at all to get the ball downfield or get the ball into tight spaces. Uh, he's going to be throwing a lot of those. So you'll get a lot of, if it's PPR, you'll get a lot of those little catches, you know, and yeah. you'll you'll get a little five-yard catches in that one point for the catch. But if he's not throwing the ball downfield, now your running backs are playing against stacked boxes. I can see fancy-wise how this team could be very, very disappointing. So oh. That's why I don't have him on my list. Oh, God in heaven. Oh, my God. I can't wait to play this one back. I can't wait to play it back. <laughs> Fantastic. This is going to be great when two is throwing bombs during the season. I mean, bombs down the field to the bombs. cheetah. Bombs oh, down the field. Bombs. Okay. Forget the it. The only way he's throwing bombs is if they put a literal cannon on the field. He puts the ball <laughs> in there and they blow it out. <laughs> That's the only way he's throwing bombs. No different coach. Why are you so high on Tua? Because for, listen. Tua to me has shown that he can play quarterback in the NFL. They haven't yeah. let him loose. Um, last year and the year before that, when he doesn't throw interceptions, when he wins in the fourth quarter, when he's extremely accurate and gets the ball to the guys that he has to, when he has to, go look at the tape. When he needs to win, he wins. He brings them back in the fourth quarter. End of story. I don't even have to do anything. Just go watch. So go watch this year. He'll do the same exact thing, except they'll be playing from ahead and he'll be holding leads. Last year they beat. Last year they beat a lot of bad teams when they went on that little winning streak. Yeah. Oh my god. It was the defense. It was the defense. Yeah, the defense was dominating those games. Showed up for like eight out of nowhere. In the game they played against the Saints on Monday Night Football, the Saints had twenty-five guys out with COVID, (laughs) and they still probably won the game. (laughs) Like it's there. They got a lot of luck in those. They still went in your house and beat you up. They still went in your house and beat you up. That's what happened. Five guys had COVID. The coach had freaking COVID too, right? Did yeah, coach my goodness COVID? gracious. Yeah, like a lot of the coaching staff was out for that game too. Let like me you tell just, you something. For that game. This team went ahead. They started one and seven and had the heart and the power to come back and win and just missed the playoffs by that after a the one and seven start. Defense did it. And They're part of fans, by the way. When it came part time for Tua to really show up. Who they played against was it the Titans, where they need to get that win to stay in playoff contention, mm-hmm. and Tua just didn't show up at all. Yeah. When it came time for Tua to really show up when they needed him because the defense wasn't going to be able to carry him, 
he did not show up. We can say that about pretty much every quarter, except for Tom Brady, in every single situation, in every everyone in this whole entire league. Ryan Tannehill, I'm not Brian Tannehill. You guys think he's better than Tua? He didn't show up against Cincinnati last year. I mean, whatever. I don't like Tannehill either. I don't like any of them. <laughs> yeah, you know, nobody really likes. It's not like we're praising Tannehill. Like we, we're just no, saying that. <laughs> whatever. We'll see. Anyway. I made, made my case for the Dolphins and Tua, and I will be happy to make a side bet with you. I'll even say, shoot, man, I can't wait to make our freaking picks. Are, uh, it's going to be wonderful. All right, let's go. Number one, Nikki, what do you got? Probably some horrible team. But you got yeah. the Jaguars horrible or something? Horrible team. The super, the defending champs. Some horrible team. The Rams. Yeah, some The Rams. <laughs> They're not even on my list. They didn't even make my top nine. Go ahead. Give me, give me your ridiculous reasons why. Go ahead. I'm sorry. The Rams didn't make. Yeah, Stafford leads the league in interceptions. I don't know who is going to run the ball this year for them. You think it's going to be Cam Akers, but go ahead, tell me. It is going to be Cam Akers. Why is it not going to be Cam Akers? See him stay healthy. The Cam Akers show is coming, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the number one wide receiver. The defense is sick. You could also draft all their backups if you had to, and you're still going to be straight. You're going to be cool. It doesn't matter. Okay. All right. All of that. Who are the backups, by the way? Nobody. None. They don't have backups because they only paid for starters. They only have 22 players on their roster. That's it. They only have starters. That's it. They all they could afford. <laughs> Matt Stafford yeah, is a damn good fantasy quarterback, and you just want to sit here and hate on him, and that's fine. No, I don't want to hate on him. how I got to the finals last year with Matt friggin' Stafford. I don't care how many interceptions he throws. How many interceptions do you think Jameis Winston's going to throw? And he's still going to be a great fantasy quarterback. You he are just like – Why? Right at you, D. See, I know. Yeah, so you didn't even have to do it. I just catch a straight for no reason. I'm not even hating. Okay. I like the pick, but I just catch a straight. This is why I have to bring straights back to you, Nikki, because you just shoot them no, at me. But I'm I just meant not that as a straight. compliment. Like, I have Jameis as a sleeper. I, I know he's risky. High risk, high reward. <sighs> wow. Okay. okay. Jay, who's your number one? I'm well, well, I, you saved the best for last, obviously, and I'll just. You'll you you won't you'll flip out when I say because you 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 yourself are gonna be like, wow, I missed that one. But okay, D, go, go ahead. ahead, give her a number, give her a, number, a better number one. Uh, my number one is the L.A. Chargers. So we're going so to it ain't the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> but I like the Chargers fantasy wise. Justin Herbert, his first two years, we've all heard the stat about how no one has thrown as much yards as he has and touchdowns. So we know fantasy wise, he's a great quarterback. You got Keenan Allen, who he's throwing to, and. Mike Williams, and you also have Austin Eckler coming out of the backfield. So you have your wide receivers, your running back, your quarterback, and that defense is stacked. They're going to be creating a lot of turnovers between Khalil Mack and that secondary, catching a lot of interceptions. You might even get some pick sixes uh, between those guys to create some defensive points for you. So I think the L.A. Chargers, fantasy-wise, have the best team because they're stacked everywhere. I got no problem with that being in the top four, wherever you want to put them. They were on my list. They should have made the, they were. It was between them and Minnesota, to be honest with you, for number four. But I got no problem. You just mentioned it. Eckler's going to be a top five fantasy running back this year. I, I love it. I love the fact that we all have different ones. In all honesty, I think that makes it a lot more fun. But, Nikki, what do you think of the Chargers? Because I have them on my list as well. They didn't, again, make my mount play a player. But they definitely have a lot How of fantasy. How did they not? Like, how did you determine Minnesota over the Chargers? Uh, I think maybe because I think Dalvin Cook uh, uh, and maybe I think I like their combination of receivers better. Like Justin Jefferson, I think, is the best receiver out of them all. And Thielen's probably third. And, you know, I'd have Keenan Allen second. That's my rationale. I don't know if that makes really any sense. 
nothing you say really makes sense. And okay, that's what I was looking for. I teed it up for you. I was waiting for it. I was and, say and it. Okay, give us your number. Give us your number. My number one is the Tampa Bay Bucks, Nikki. I knew he was going to say that. I knew he was going to say Mike Evans, Godwin when he gets back, Russell Gage is going to be a monster this year. Julio Jones could revive his career. Leonard Fournette, Cameron Brake, Rashard Perryman, that defense is great. And we know Tom Brady can lead the league again in, in touchdowns and yards. I don't know how they're not on any on your guys' list at all. Tampa Bay may have the best fantasy team out of everyone. I like the Chargers, definitely. I think the Bengals are a great pick by you guys, but how could Tampa not be on your list? I wouldn't have Tampa number one for sure there was definitely somebody who i thought about but i wouldn't have number one because of the running back position you mentioned fournette fournette's not a guy who you pick in the top rounds fancy wise and like fournette's going to carry me to a championship especially when he's carrying all that weight <laughs> that he carried into the, <laughs> the first the first week of training camp there so and they already they got rid of their backup as well so Leonard Fournette's supposed to be the guy and then with the wide receivers they definitely have good ride outs tom brady I think the whole Tom Brady trying to retire, fake retire to go to Miami and then come back. I think that's being underrated as far as the impact it could have on the team. I can see Tampa Bay starting off slowly, not trusting each other. Are they really trusting Tom after he tried to do that to you guys? I don't uh, know. I see some chemistry issues. Oh. That's a hot take right there. Whoa, that's a real hot take. All right. Okay. Okay. Lose <laughs> the first game. These gonna be. I told you so. Okay. <laughs> Bragging rights. Uh, and you're gonna have to eat crow. <laughs> yeah, right. You, uh, you and Miami. Max. Yeah, wait till the end of the season. I can't. I can't wait. For, ooh, I can't wait. But another team that I was going to going to mention that I think should belong on there is uh, Philadelphia. I mean, yeah. Miles Sanders, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, Dallas Goddard. You know, Jalen Hurts, obviously. They and they can have a really good defense too. I don't know, Nikki. I know what you think. Dee, what do you think? Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. <laughs> Jalen Hurts can, fantasy-wise, as far as his running and passing the ball, he's going to be yeah. as productive as other QBs, even though he's not going to have the stats they have. But fantasy-wise, he'll be just as productive. And you mentioned the weapons. So I definitely agree with that pick of somebody that's right there in that conversation. I think people need to watch out for Philly this year. I think they're going to really make some noise. I ain't kidding. They around. are. So why would you say, oh, I know how you feel about it already? <laughs> I because I we're not happy about it. I know you're not happy about it. I'm not you, you happy about it, but I am objective. Do you want to comment on the Philadelphia Eagles? Because every time I mention any NFC East team other than the Giants, you don't want to say anything. So why do you want all of a sudden to say something now? That's not true. That's not <laughs> true. Oh, shit. It's not true. You know it's true. That is not true. Okay. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> I said that I think the Eagles are going to win the division. Like, that's not being objective. I don't know what else is. Do you have anything else that you want to comment on it? No. Anything else? Exactly. Don't mean like I can't be an objective person. I Okay. I'm not going to say anything else. We'll leave it at that. Leave you it guys at that. really argue like sisters and brothers who live together. Oh, my life. God. <laughs> with me all the time. <laughs> I'm trying to help you. I really am. <laughs> trying to help me what? What are you trying to help me do? Be a wonderful person that you are. <laughs> best no. in you. No, you're wonderful. I love you, Nikki. For, or, uh, <laughs> no, I really do. I love you. I love you with all my heart. All right, let's move to the seven rules. The Hitchhiker's Guide to Fantasy Football, and we'll see if you guys agree. So there's seven okay. rules that I've been going up by for like 22 years. 
It's been like 22 years I've been using these rules, and they have gotten to change championships before, so let's not beat around the bush over here. Let's not joke, okay? Things, okay? So first rule, save your kicker for last. D, to me, it makes perfect sense. You don't know. You Look, Justin Kicker may be the most accurate kicker in the history of the world. We don't know how many kicking attempts he's going to have for Baltimore. So to me, why waste any pick other than your last pick on the kicker? Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. You can even wait to get a kicker after the draft. Like you can pick up off the waivers. Like you can, I, yeah, you definitely can wait on that for sure. Thank you. I like Nikki. Do you agree? Yeah, I mean, hell, sometimes I'll just pick one up, a new one each week. There you, there you go. That's a great point. That's another thing. Uh, once my kicker goes on a buy, it's not like I put him aside and like you know, <laughs> no, I just take a new kicker, swap it out, and then that's it. Done deal. Unless you have Justin Tucker, I understand wanting to hang on to him for sure. I, I actually do understand that. I, I can go one week with having an extra kicker if you have a guy like him. Yeah, yeah. I understand. Yeah, but I'm not going to go ahead and draft him in the tenth round. But, you know, that's not going to happen. No way. If you go one round or two rounds early on Justin Tucker, I can see that. Yeah. He may be the only exception on the planet. That's it. Yeah. I'm for real. He may be it. That would be it. And man, he's getting up there in age. I got to see how old he is. But he signed a deal. He signed an extension. Only time a kicker, the only kicker in the world that I make new sign an extension is Justin Tucker. Unbelievable. <laughs> is he that old? I don't know. How I don't think about that. I think he's still like lower thirties. I think. How old is Justin Tucker? I I got to I got to find this out right now. Ask Siri. I don't want to ask her. I just want to type it in because she'll probably think I'm saying something else. He's pretty useless. No, he's, say, he's been around for a while, but I don't think he's old. Yeah, he's, he's uh, 32. Okay. All right. No, that's not old at all. I'm old. That's not old. <laughs> yeah, D, you're so about to say a kicker. He's initially about to say he's still got another 10 years left. Yeah, at least. Yeah, yeah. I was born that one. Wow. I, it seems like he's been around forever. Jeez. Okay. It does seem like he's been around forever. Yeah. It really does. Wow. He's going to break every record. Holy shit. Wow. That's right. He's going to break every record. All of Vinatieri's records are going to be out of here. See you later. For yeah, real. Sure. Hall of Fame City, that guy, no doubt. All right. Um, my rule number two, stock up on running backs and wide receivers, especially running backs. I'll even use guys, honestly, um, my first five or six picks on running backs and wide receivers, because especially, again, the running backs, they're so precious and they're so few and far between where you find the guys who really are the number one guy and carry the ball, you know, the ball predominantly. So, I think you have to get a lot of those guys, not just in the first six rounds, but, you know, even later on. I think it's where you really build your draft is by stocking up on those guys and finding those little diamonds in the rough, Nikki. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. That's usually my strategy, although I don't like to talk about strategy, but I usually do uh, just stock up, right? I know some people, <laughs> I don't know, some people out there really reach, um, and that's fine, but I rather just stock up on wide receivers, running backs, because as we've already said, you can get your kicker at the end. You can get a decent quarterback like a Matt Ryan right at the end. Um, Actually, you might just be able to pick up somebody like Ryan Tannehill and not draft a quarterback at all if you don't feel like it. So. <laughs> there you go. I'm with it. I'm with it. D, what do you think? Uh, you know, stock up on these guys, right? I mean, I think it's important. You know, it doesn't mean you have to use your first six picks on them, but we'll get to reaching in a little bit. But, you know, it's pretty important, these, these picks. Yeah, you definitely want to have a plethora of running backs and wide receivers to go to just because whenever, like, because you're not looking at bye weeks usually. Like, if you're doing too much where you're looking at bye weeks, then you're concentrating on the wrong things because then you're drafting players for the wrong reasons. So yeah. you'll have you might mess up and have week seven where you have three running backs or two running backs and wide receiver on a buy. So you want to make sure that you have backups that are capable 
of coming in and scoring for you. So you mm-hmm. definitely want to stack up on those two positions for sure. No doubt. No doubt. Because your lineup can look very different week seven already. Players getting injured. Who knows what happens? Even you make a trade. God knows what can happen. All right. Uh, the third rule is don't get a, a quarterback too early, even if it is Josh Allen or Mahomes or Rogers or Brady, whoever you think is. Because you can get Matt, no joke. Yes, you can get Matt Ryan later on. You can get Derek Carr later on, Kirk Cousins later on. And they're going to put up very similar numbers when it's all said and done. So, guys, in my opinion, Nikki, don't reach for a quarterback. Wait and get one of those, quote-unquote, middle-of-the-road guys who's still going to get you pretty much what those top-tier guys do get you at the end of the season. Yeah, I, I understand that, but I do understand if somebody does want to reach for like a Josh Allen. Um, there's only a couple quarterbacks I think that would be okay to reach for, but um, I don't know. I'm last year I got Matt Stafford damn near the end, so. And look at how great that worked out for you. Exactly, that's perfect. That's a great point right there. Yeah. D, it's, it seems like you agree with this because so, if you do reach for one of those guys, then you're going to miss out on one of those wide receiver or running backs that you're just not going to get. Yeah, normally when I get a QB, it's rounds 10, 11, somewhere in there because I want to, you know, snap somebody who I think is going to have a year that maybe other people aren't seeing. Uh, But, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely not going early on a QB unless it's somebody who I think is just going to – like a Lamar Jackson, somebody who maybe I go early for just because his impact is so dynamic as far as running and passing the ball in fantasy. Uh, But outside of that, I'm just waiting to get somebody else who can definitely put up those same stats like you said. Yeah, hey, I'm, I'm going to wait a while. You know, I would recommend, you know, don't wait till minimum the sixth or seventh round, that, that minimum. That's but I'm waiting even longer. Um, the fourth one is pretty quick. This is whether you really agree or not. I'm waiting on my defense till basically either my second or third to last pick. I'm not going any higher on that because, again, defense as you know, the Bills may be one of the standouts, D, and you pointed that out. You did a good job earlier where they're, you know, in all those categories. But it's very rare that teams year in and year out are highly ranked fantasy-wise on the defensive side because turnovers, they come and go, right, D? So I would wait on a defense as well. Yeah, like last year, the defense that you probably wanted was Dallas because they created so many turnovers, right? Right, but right. You definitely can't depend on that this year. So you can't be like, oh, I'm going to get Dallas. I'm going to go ahead and go early and give them the fifth round. And then they come out and Trayvon Diggs only has two picks this year. You exactly. definitely would, it definitely would suck for you. So you, you can wait on the defense for sure. It's not something that you have to reach early on. Uh, I can see you going a little bit early just to make sure you get a top one, just to surprise me the people you're playing with. You go 12th round. You're like, oh, let me go ahead and just sneak the bills in there real quick while they're not paying attention and not looking for a defense. I can see that. But beyond that, I wouldn't go too early on a defense. Yep, but uh, you definitely want to build those picks up, Nikki, like we're talking about. Wide receivers, tight ends. What's up? Dan Nini Rodriguez saying what up there, Nick? Hi, Nick. <laughs> uh, yes, do you agree? You know, again, waiting on the defense a little bit. Yeah, you know, it's funny because I feel like this is every league. Sorry, I just don't know what's going on today with the hair. Um, <laughs> like, I feel like it's every league, right? It's like it's that one person is like, all right, I'm going to be the one that takes the first defense, right? And then everybody's like, oh, shit, I better get mine too, you know? So it's there's always one person that kicks it off. And it's always a little bit too early, and then there's a run on defense. Actually, didn't that happen to us last year? And it, it happened was with tight ends. It happened with tight ends last year with us. Oh, tight ends. Yeah, oh, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's perfect. I don't even have to try to do this. You guys are basically the – Yo, get the landline, <laughs> rip it out of the wall. Down. <laughs> 
Can't believe it. Oh, oh shut up. The only, the only people call the line is like, you know, it's like uh, hotel marketers. Yeah. Yeah, like it's and I don't owe anybody money. I don't think I owe anybody money. What is happening here? My God. Leave me alone. I'm doing a show. God, we're talking about fantasy football. Stop it. All right. Hey, we're just talking about tight ends, right? What kind of landline is it? Is it like... I don't even know. I swear to God, I haven't picked that thing up in 13 years. I have no idea. Really? Like, well, I when, mean... you, when you pick up the phone, do you have to walk with the string? <laughs> <laughs> and like wrap it around your arm. <laughs> 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 like the extra long cord, like in the pantry with it and shit. Oh, my... Is it the phone that you could see like all the mechanical stuff in it? I I don't even know what it looks like. I don't should not even use the landline because you get a lot of the apartment. (laughs) The person didn't even want it. (laughs) Who can't sell me the apartment? Like, just take it. (laughs) Just take the phone. We have no use for it. A hard time, but I guess like God forbid, you know, cell service goes in an emergency, you might need a landline. I, I don't have one. So. Yeah, I may never live this one down, but I'm smarter than everybody for having one. Oh. <laughs> you, you are ready for the apocalypse. We've said that before. I think we've had to have the category. We said if we ever had like an apocalypse happen, we want to go to Jason's house. Oh, I'm going to Jay. Yeah, no, I am. Because probably the aliens like him and shit. And he's. Like, <laughs> now you're understanding. Now you're getting yeah. it. Yes, we have a companionship. We get along. We speak mental telepathy to each other. So it works out great. It's fantastic. Beautiful thing. Coming, coming it really right is. Over to you. It's like yep. 1980 over there. So, you know. Beam me up, Scotty. All right. There we go. Anyway. All right. As we've gotten completely off track to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Fantasy Football Rule, we're on number five right here. And you were alluding to the tight ends. And if you don't get a top tier tight end, don't be like the fools were last year and freaking going on a tight end run just because somebody took a tight end. It doesn't mean you have to. Just because somebody jumps off a bridge, you don't have to do that either. Don't do it. If you don't have a top tier tight end, then just wait. Get the other guys. I do think the top tier tight end is worth quote unquote reaching for because that you can win that position each week if you get a Travis Kelsey or a George Kittle or a Darren Waller. Now, once those guys are gone, like you said, okay, just try to find somebody who you think is gonna be like a diamond in the rough at that point. But those top guys are definitely worth it because you win that position, it gives you a very good chance to win your game. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Go after the top tier ones. But after that, Nikki, no. Like, just then it's okay. Then get the last six, seven, or eight guys who are all going to do the same thing. Tight end's always the toughest one for me, right? Because I do the whole stacking up thing. It's usually somebody, a couple people ahead of me who do get the really good tight ends. And then yeah. I kind of have to, like, piecemeal it together, right? It's like a maybe a not necessarily a week-to-week thing, but maybe every couple weeks I'm changing them out. So, and then God forbid your tight end gets hurt and – it's just one of the tougher positions. It is. Let me look at the tight ends this year, okay? Um, hang on a second. I got it right over here. All right, so we got Mark Travis. What's that thing? I'm sorry? Uh, Mark Andrews is another one that might be worth getting in that top. You know, top well, let's see who's worth it. Let's see. We have Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews. Would you say Kyle Pitts is worth it? He could be. That would be one of the guys I would say like as a diamond in the rough. I wouldn't reach for Kyle Pitts, but he's one of those guys maybe you get a little later and you surprise people once that initial tight end run is done. You're like, oh, eighth round, Kyle Pitts is there. Now, I wouldn't take him because I don't touch the Falcons, but I see somebody taking them in. I'm glad you have bias. I love when people have bias in their fantasy. It makes it so much easier for them to win. Thank you. I'll take that all day. So, I think they're going to – what, Nick? We talked. We did you watch the show last week? We talked about this. <laughs> about me? 
No, no, you draft arrival. Dean, I oh, know, oh. Did. oh, I did see that. Yes, I did. Cowboys, I did yeah. I did watch that. That was good. That was really good. Obviously, it was good. Well done. Um, so, all right, so Kyle Pitts, maybe three. Darren Waller, is he that one of them top tier guys? Yeah, I would say he's one of the top tier guys. Probably. Maybe it ends there because as much as I love George Kittle and as talented as he is, as, as good as he is as the rest of them, can't count on him to be healthy. So I don't know if I would – you know, bust the bank on him, Nikki. Uh, yeah, for health reasons, yeah. I, you know, and I plus wouldn't. he's depending on a rookie as well. Yeah, or not a rookie, but a first year starter at QB. Unproven talent. Yeah. yeah, even though young quarterbacks love tight ends, but at the same time, I, I get what you're saying. I agree. Um, Dallas Goddard, I would put him in that second tier, not top tier. Yeah, second. I agree. Mike Gusecki, yeah. second tier. Yeah. Dalton Schultz. Uh, he could be somebody who could sneak up there because Dallas doesn't have the weapons they had last year. So I can see him maybe having a better year than people think. Nikki, what do you think about Schultz? I mean, taking all bias aside, is somebody you would draft a tight end, like second, third tier? What do you think? Uh, probably third. He probably third-ish. Maybe he's beginning of the third tier? Right. Certainly wouldn't reach for him, no. Maybe end of second, beginning of third tier, but maybe yeah. he's the eighth, ninth best. Because who's better? Is it maybe Dawson Knox? Is he better? Is TJ Hawkinson better? There's a couple other ones. David Njoku? I feel like Hawkinson's going to be a really hot pick after Hard Knox. He's going to be somebody people are definitely going to reach for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how much of a reach he will be, to be honest. I think Detroit's going to be fire this year. I mean, I really Fire? Do. Yeah. I think You're all in on Miami and Detroit. I, I'm not saying we're going to the, super, to the freaking Super Bowl, but I like these two teams. Yeah, they both weren't in the playoffs last year, and they both could be this year. I said could be, could be, could be. All right, don't flip out. Don't flip. They could. I haven't made any picks. I agree. Miami could be. Detroit. Nobody thinks Detroit's going to be good. Why would they? But they play with a lot of heart, and they went after it like they were a playoff team this year. I mean, they even moved up in the draft to get Jamison Williams. Like, what the hell saw that? You know, they're they're not they're not pissing around, they're going for it. No, I All agree, right. they're moving in the right direction, but you know, they're taking baby steps. Yeah. They're taking baby, oh, yeah, they're taking baby, baby steps, significant leaps and bounds. Okay, <laughs> what is I, in your drink? I mean, you yeah, but, I don't know. I don't know. But you know, the end <laughs> is good really right now. I think that six or seven spot could be up for the taking. Who knows? I, I don't know. I don't know. By the Lions. <laughs> and Jared I'm behind the, the Lions. Of, hey, Goff. Hey, Nikki, Super Bowl, I think number he has one. that George Washington special. Oh, yeah. <laughs> George Washington punch. because That's right, baby. You know it. That's oh, right. man. See, we should have came to in the, the house basketball. and tried it when yeah. I was out there. Next time, you, yeah, you should have came. Good time. Here we go. That's Give you the Fearman special. All right, rule number six. Uh, get, players that play, <laughs> get players that play from behind. So, Get players who aren't on the greatest teams, like when Matt Ryan six to twelve years ago wasn't on such great teams with Atlanta, and they had to play from behind. Like, you know like, what? I can't wait to play this team back when I'm freaking right because you're going to be right about Detroit or Miami, but I am going to be right about Matt Ryan. Bragging right, right pro bites is going to be very, very entertaining. This oh, year. it'll be great! Oh, it'll, it really it's is. It's going to be all tomatoes at you, Nikki. That's what's going to happen every single. <laughs> tomatocity.com and we got oh we got freaky fantasy football draft coming back where i just destroy you in that too that's gonna be fun you're gonna love all this wow it just gets 
more and more competitive each year. By the time we hit fifth year, we're going to kill each other. Yeah, yeah, probably. There could be a few deaths on, on, on the panel, but uh, we'll get subs. It's okay. We'll get people to fill in for us. No big deal. The show will go on. All right. Um, so, like I said, you know, got to get players who play from behind. So, players on bad teams, maybe not a bad thing. Like Brandon Cooks, like it could be an, he could be a star freaking fantasy player, D, right? Yeah, no, nah, for sure. I love that rule. It's something that people uh, – like I had one year a guy when I fantasy league with Blake Burrows at quarterback. You don't think oh. – <laughs> you're not going to think that's going to help you, but Blake Burrows that year was playing from behind, getting a Blake. bunch of garbage time yards, and dude was killing. So, you, so, you get that guy who gets a bunch of garbage time points, you definitely can win your league for sure. Who, who might make the playoffs? You think in Detroit? Is she a Detroit fan? Do you know? Uh, no, she's an Eagles fan, but I think oh, Nish is referring to uh, Detroit. But she's smart. She gets it. She understands. She's very smart. I know. I'm complimenting her. I don't know why she's hanging out with you. I know. Perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I've known her way longer than you. You remember? Let's get out of here uh, while you know I'm not decapitated why? yet. Yeah. Get backups for your starters, Nikki. Right? Like, who's the backup for? Who's the backup running back for the Giants? I don't even know right now. Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> Barkley. I got to think, who the heck is it? Oh, my God. Who backs him up? I don't even know. I, who's backing up Kamara? Ingram? Yeah, it's Mark Ingram. So you want to get him, right, if you get Kamara, I'm guessing? Yeah, I think for me, I don't do that too often because I don't want to have a bunch of people on the same team. Uh, but it's something okay. that you could do with somebody who you think is injury prone. So like a Saquon. I can see that. But also you can do it to mess up your other opponents, right? So if somebody thinks ah. Saquon, you know Saquon's injury prone, let me go ahead and get his backup with the last pick no. just to <laughs> just to kind of throw that in there. That's so that's a move right there. Yeah, that's something work. that you know, I've done in the past and it's been done to me before as well. Uh, so that's also a sneaky move you can do is to get the handicaps. And also you can use it as trade bait. So you know I have something that you need. Go mm. ahead, give me one of those wide receivers maybe that I'm looking at on your team. Okay. All right. Look at this. All right. You're getting this inside. Why, this is why this league is tough. <laughs> it is. It is. You know, Courtney did ask us, like, you know, ask the ladies, you know, do you have any advice and kind of tips? And my main thing was, and talking about this podcast league was know who you're playing against for reasons like that. If you know <laughs> your opponent's tendencies, you can kind of, yeah, screw them if you want to. That's true. How about that? All right. <laughs> the orange juice. Screw them if you want to. Just come on and screw them right over. <laughs> it's the orange of fantasy war. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I think your backup is Matt Breida, by the way, who can't stay oh, healthy yeah. either. That's another. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. a nice uh, combination. How many more shots are you going to take at the Giants? Just let me get my bulletproof um, on. I love Matt Breida. He, he came from us. We bred him, and now he breeded to other places and not doing well. Miami, he didn't do well. Buffalo, he didn't do well. And now he's with the Giants. Okay. There we go. All right. Nikki, um, I have been uh, giving it to you all show, so now it is your turn. Let's go. We have no music, but it is knowledge with Nikki time, so it is time for you to absolutely destroy me. Go for it. <laughs> okay. Well, today is National S'mores Day, and no, Ooh. trivia is not all about s'mores, but it is about summer, so here we go. Okay. <laughs> all right, Jay. Bo Number Jackson. Yes, okay. Jay's okay. first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's you know, do it. Last week we did the movie thing, and uh, I think I met we met somebody who's seen less movies than I have, if you could believe it. Oh, no, not. really? 
Wow. <laughs> Wait, but how old is he? He's 20. So, of course, you know, he okay. hasn't seen any movies yet. So, he's only seen movies with CGI in it, basically. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Okay, here we go. Number one. And let's, Jay, let's try to keep this segment, like, professional, okay? Let's, because it derails. Uh, me? <laughs> I can't wait to hear the questions now. She's trying to set me up with failure over here. We already know what's going on. No, no, no. Okay. I'm just saying, we always derail here. So, let's just try to keep it professional. I'll tell you what. I will not derail anything. Let's go. Okay. I will be straight and forward with my answers, and that's it. I won't even make a face. Let's rock. Okay. Which two vegetables experience higher sales in August than any other month of the year in the United States? Broccoli and corn. Well, you got one. You got corn. Oh. Okay. Okay, that's a good one. Uh, I'm going to go with avocado for the other one. Squash. Oh. You want some squash? All right. So do I get a half a point or no point? You get a half a point because I'm right. nice. <laughs> Thank you. Mug out corn too. Okay. Which summer blockbuster film was the first to be promoted to the audience via expensive TV advertising? I'm sorry. I didn't even understand the question. I'm not being, trying to be funny at all. Can you say that one more time? Which summer blockbuster film was the first to be promoted to the audience via expensive TV advertising? Terminator 2? No. That's a really good guess. Um, via, so I'm trying to think, summer blockbuster. I'm going to yeah, go Independence one. Day. It's a good guess too. Jaws. Jaws. Oh wow! So way back, I was, way. I was, I didn't think, <laughs> I didn't think that far back yet. Mom said Titanic. That's a good guess, also. Um. Okay, Jay. Which month of the year is National Ice Cream Month? I don't know this. I guess so. My educated guess would National Ice Cream Month. Um, July. It's July. Okay. Oh, Just a guess. Never know. I knew it too. Wow. All right. Okay. S'mores are consumed in which city and state more than any other place in the U.S.? Chicago, Illinois. No. Oh, that's Dee's favorite place. He wants to move there. He told me how much he loves it. <laughs> right. He loves the snow oh. and the cold. Loves it. Loves to watch oh. games there. Hilarious. No, I don't do with the call no more. Definitely not. Me and Mom are on the same page in everything right now. That is insane. We've got the same answers for everything. Well, D, you got to guess that? Yeah, I'm going to go with a super obvious answer that's probably not right. I'm going to go Hershey, Pennsylvania. That's a good guess. I love it. That's awesome. No, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Oh, okay. I was in the general facility. We are, Ma, we're, we're right there. We're right there. Oh, we got to say what's up to my buddy over here, Jerry. What's up, Jerry? Good to see you, man. Even though we're saying hi to my father, that's okay. I'll say hi to you. <laughs> what's going on, Jerry? <laughs> hi, Jerry. Um, all right, D, ready? Yes, ma'am. In which year was the beach ball invented? Ooh. I'm so going to say 1952. No. Jay? 
Oh, right in the middle of us. <laughs> oh, yeah, not too, too far. Okay, what is the Guinness World Record for the longest barbecue? The longest barbecue. Nini was close on that one. Nini was close. Yeah, Nini was close. So what was the question? I'm sorry, the world's longest barbecue? Yep. Like time-wise? I'm going to say it lasted 72 hours. Jay? I'm going to say it went two weeks. D, you're closer. 80 hours. Oh, that's Ooh. a good guess, D. Nice. Yeah. All right. Yes. <laughs> Very good. All right, D. How one and a half to one. One and a half to one. <laughs> one and a half to one. But yeah, Nini got... Nini got one point, right? Because she was close on the other one. Um, how close. many varieties of watermelon exist? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I know you I know you love those, so I love watermelon. Yeah, so this takes us back to a, a classic Nas with Nikki question about <laughs> the different apples. We found out there is yeah. way more different varieties of apples than we <laughs> ever thought of. <laughs> uh, so different watermelons, though. I've that's the thing, I haven't seen. Like with apples, I've seen a bunch of different apples. I'm like, okay, I can see that. Yeah. But watermelons, I haven't really seen that many different watermelons. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say ten. Jay. One. More than one thousand. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> now I gotta. Now I'm gonna be up all night looking up different watermelons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How many of them have seeds? I don't know. They're That's, still annoying the seeds, though, right? Like, they hate them. They're yeah, the worst. Yeah. They don't belong in there. No. They seedless watermelon all the time. All the time. And lemons. I've been getting the seedless, seedless lemons lately. All right. I hate when they get in the in your iced tea and it just like gets stuck in the straw and. It's kind of normal. I like when I get drinks and people have like the raspberry stuff in there and on the you'll have the seeds. I always ask for like the seeds out. I want to, I want to drink the liquid. I don't want to yeah. <laughs> drink a <Yeah>. seed. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> drink the seeds. <laughs> Dang, man. Um, okay. Last one. How That's many pounds good. of marshmallows are bought by Americans per year? Per year? Yes. Multiple questions. Um, per year? Marshmallows per year. Pounds. How many pounds? I feel pounds. like I'm going to be off on this one because it's not like we just buy marshmallows. I'm gonna try to use my calculator. I'm not cheating. I'm using my calculator. Uh, oh, uh, I feel like per year I'm gonna go two million pounds per year. No, Jay. I'll say by my stupid, dumb, quick math, about twenty-five thousand. How about ninety million? Holy shit! That's crazy to me. I guess because I'm not a big marshmallow guy. I'm just like every once in a while you want to do s'mores, so we'll get the marshmallows. But it's literally like once every six months we'll be in the we'll have that craving. Like yeah. they weigh something. nothing though. You know, they're like fluffy, they're like air. They weigh like nothing. So uh, the pounds, holy Moses, that's a lot. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. Damn campers. Yeah, really. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> right? Probably children too, right? Like, and just see them like eh, shoving yes. their face with those little marshmallows. Maybe. You know what? what, what, what it's all the Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts buying all the marshmallows. That's what. <laughs> no, yeah. Marshmallows an hour in like cereal and shit like that. You know, like how many pounds that adds up to alone is ridiculous. That's, right. That's a very good point, Jay. And the Rice Krispie treats. Yeah. 
There you go. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Which is a good point. The cereal manufacturers, the Boys and Girl Scouts, buying up all the marshmallows. Yeah, that's what it is. Yep. And Grand Rapids, Michigan. And Grand Rapids, Michigan. (laughs) I wonder if there's any cereal mills in Grand Rapids, Michigan. That's why (laughs) why all the marshmallows are gone. (laughs) See, look at us, solving supply chain issues. That's what we do. Amazing what we do on the show. We do it. I won this one one and a half to one. That half a point got me something. It is worth a half a point, even in fantasy football. Half point, that does count. So that does uh, juxtapose over here. So my triumphant return with pneumonia, uh, one and a half to one. But well played. Well played. Well played. Thank you, Nikki. Great questions as always. All right. So we got a couple of other things to do over here before we skedaddle for the night. So, uh, all right, let's hit it up. A little more fantasy to go. We're going to, we each picked out our top fantasy player. By position for the year. We're not going through linebacker and secondary and all that crap. It's quarterback, wide receiver, running back, tight end, and defense. And if we want to throw a flex, we can do that in there. But why don't we start with quarterback? We can even base it off of our Mount our Mount Player player of the fantasy teams. Maybe that'll coincide in there. Let's see if there's any correlation. Nikki, why don't you start us off? Actually, let me ask you a question. Would you like to start us off? You give you the option. No, I would like D to go okay. first. Okay, you go for it because it's we ha- it's an option. It's not ladies first. It's an option, yes. That's how we do it. I love that. I love that. I uh, respect so it. for quarterback. I'm going to go Josh Allen. Uh, I think with his combination of running and passing, I can see him being even more dynamic in the passing game this year. So Josh Allen is my top QB fantasy wise. All right, all right. And you talked about the Bills before, and you said you know Cole Beasley, Stephon Diggs. Um, I can't agree with him on that one because I feel like there's another quarterback and there might be a couple other quarterbacks who have more weapons to throw to and who are going to be playing maybe from behind a little bit more. Not necessarily my quarterback, but that's the thing, D. Like maybe Josh Allen is playing from ahead a little bit more because they have such a good team. But Tom Brady, I feel like, is going to be throwing the ball all day long. Like I said, they were my number one fantasy team. So Tom Brady, again, you, you said Leonard Fournette. Not going to be much. So we know that Brady's going to keep throwing and throwing. So I went with him for number one with Godwin and Evan, Evans and Julio Jones now in there and Russell Gage and Cameron Brate. So that's where I went, Nikki, for one. So he's got Allen. I got Brady. Who do you got? Joe Burrow. Burrow. Okay. A lot of weapons to throw to. Not bad. Nini, who do you agree with? Actually, <laughs> hey, I agree. I don't know. We can't hear you. Who do you agree with? I'm dying to know. Her opinion matters. It does. She's part of the show now. That's how we do it. Tom Brady, you see, <laughs> I told you she's smart. Very, very she's smart. Very person. smart. I know. Very intelligent. Very intelligent. Very intelligent. All right. How about running back? Doesn't mean the best running back, Nikki, but fantasy running back. Who do you guys are number one? Jonathan Taylor. Because okay, I'm all so in great. on the Colts. Okay. I like the Colts a lot too. I'm with you. I oh, think they're oh, going to be. Oh, now, D. Now he likes the clothes. No, no, no. No, let's not do that. Let's not do that. Let's not mess around. Y'all know, first of all, me and C. Lou love the Colts. We, I love the Colts. Y'all know that. And I'm rooting for Matt Ryan, and I like Matt Ryan, but I don't think he's going to be a freaking god at fantasy okay, court. an hour ago, you were shitting all over the Colts, saying I was old. As if, no, I was not. Don't put words into my mouth, you young lady, you. I said I don't like Matt Ryan as a fantasy quarterback. I love the Colts. Love the Colts. Not only do I love the Colts with my heart, but with my head, I love them as well. And I know they're going to be a good team. 
But I know that Matt Ryan is not going to be a good fantasy quarterback, and I hope oh, you draft. Oh my god! I hope you start him. I'll give you. You know what? I'll give you ten dollars every week to start him. How about that? <laughs> I'll start him. Fine. Nobody take him in the podcast league. Nobody was going to take him. Don't worry about it. That's not true. There are plenty of people who agree. Nobody's going to take him. You know who agrees with me? LaDonna, the champion of our league. Thank you very much. I'm sure she does not. LaDonna won because she's smarter than me. Okay, go watch the show from Saturday when I brought it up. Okay. All right. I'm going to have to go back and watch it again. You know, I watched it already. All right. Fine. Fine. All right. So there we go. Anyway, so, I lost yeah. my head. Running back, you went going where? You went who? Jonathan Taylor and D. Where are you going? Yeah, I agree with Nikki. I think Jonathan Taylor would be the top fantasy running back this year. How would you do it back to back though? I don't know. For some reason, I think that you know I mentioned Minnesota. They were my number four. I think Dalvin Cook is going to have a really big year this year. I think he's got to stay healthy, obviously. Yeah, right? that's, that's going to be my thing. I love Dalvin Cook, but he's he's good for missing three or four games every year. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of is. You're right. You're right. Derrick Henry now missed some last year. Jonathan Taylor's into his third season. So, all right, we'll see. Okay. Um, how about wide receiver? I guess I'll go first this time. Um, that connection that they keep talking about, they have, and he's going to be looking for him. He's going to catch probably 140 passes this year, even though he'll be double covered on certain times. But he's got Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro to take it away from him. I got Devontae Adams, D. It's my wide yeah, receiver. Yeah, I, I have no reason to disagree. I'm just going to throw a different name out there. I can see Jamar Chase having a crazy big year this year. So right. just to throw that another one there, but I do agree on Adams. All right. All right, cool. But now, before we get to your answer, which you smiled uh, when you said Jamar Chase, it might be that. Nene does like Mix to have a big year. Um, and she's saying, uh, Nithin is saying C.D. Lamb at wide receiver. He could have a huge year with Amari Cooper. Not there. Fans. You guys want to come at me for <laughs> being objective. I, yeah, he's sure. a Cowboys fan. You guys come at me for being a homer. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Need more raw material, man. So, um, where are we at? Where are we at with the uh, with the wide receiver? I agree. Nikki. I have Jamar Chase as well. You do. All right. So both got Chase. I got Devonta Adams. Even though D said he's got no problem with Adams either. Tight end. I think we're all going to agree. Um, if you took Travis Kelsey, say I. I. Oh, oh, Nikki is not eyeing. She's ewing. What are you saying? I am Mark Andrew <laughs> Nice. Well done. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> I, I right. like Mark Andrews a lot, though, so I'm not mad at that pick at all. No, I'm not pissed at it either. I'm not mad. Kyle Pitts. You know, I just, you know, I think step, uh, step back. So we got to come up with a name for like a baby step back, whatever that is. Like a two, yeah. step, two step back. Quantum. Fall a quantum no quantum. Well, quantum fall would be like niners like coming in dead last. So Ooh, yeah. that would be, and that would be awful for my heart and yeah. my pneumonia. Mm-hmm. I can't have that. Yeah. Please. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So we're all tight end. Now uh, you went with Andrews and me and D said Kelsey, but pretty much all agree over there. No problem with that. How about defense? Uh, that's a tough one. I mean, because again, it's so hard to predict turnovers and everything. So maybe this is more of like who you like most at defense, Nikki. I don't know. How'd you interpret this and what'd you take? Um, I actually went with your Niners for this one. Really? Oh, I yes. like that. All right. Yeah, we do. Hey, look, they're going to try us in the secondary. So we're going to have some interception attempts and we know we can get to the quarterback and cause fumbles. So that's the thing. It's a wonderful pick right there. D, what do you got for your defense? I'm going to go Buffalo. 
Uh, I mentioned it earlier, that defense is stacked. And last year, it was crazy. I knew they were good, but when I was looking up all that stuff for the Saints, and I kept seeing the Bills just yeah. every single time. It was like, oh, man, this defense was nuts <laughs> last year, man. So I think they're going to be even better this year. Yeah, they added on Vaughn Miller. I mean, shoot, they probably should be. Yeah. Um, I went a little bit of a different way, and they added two huge pieces on the defensive line, so that could be more sacks and fumbles. That's the Denver Broncos with Randy Gregory and uh, DJ Jones being added to that line. Um, that defense has been awesome with Bradley Chubb and Patrick Sertan in the secondary. So I expect a pretty damn good year from Denver. They may be one of the teams that, instead of the second-to-last round, maybe the third-to-last round, I would go ahead and take. Just maybe. Just maybe. Do we want to throw like some flex guy in there? Like I think maybe the ultimate flex guy, if you want to call it like somebody that I would really want to have. And I'm like, I don't care if I'm giving anything away. It makes nothing, no difference to me. Austin Eckler could be that guy this year who can, could be like a thousand thousand yard club, you know, the thousand thousand guy, you know, from receiving and rushing. Um, plus that offense, it's going to be open up for him. He could be one of them really special running backs if he can stay healthy, D. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if he'll be available for you to pick as a flex guy. I think he'll get picked up pretty early. Right. I, I'm, I'm using the terminology of really. I'm, he, he's a starter. Don't get me wrong. He's no, he's yeah. a starter. He's probably he's a first, second rounder at worst. <laughs> at yeah, worst. for sure. And like, so when I'm thinking about flex, I'm thinking about like somebody that will be available a little later on that you can probably snap because people are kind of sleeping on him. I'm looking at like a J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. Okay. Somebody who you can kind of pick up a little later as a flex guy or a David mm-hmm. Montgomery. Uh, somebody you can pick up as a flex guy. I like having running backs in the flex because I like yeah. having a three running back system. Me too. Uh, Me too. So, uh, a running back that what, is a what very like low guy. What about would you put Josh Jacobs in that category? Or is he a starting running back to you? Uh, he could be a flex guy for sure. Okay. So. so you don't think he's a Nikki? What about you? Do you think Jacobs is a RB one, RB two, or a flex guy? I think he's a flexman. Yeah. So not RB1, RB2. I don't know. I, I wouldn't be upset if he was my RB2, to be honest. Yeah, RB2, you're not upset. But if he's your RB1, you're a little worried. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I would, you know, um, let me see. I think I had a couple of the rankings up as far as the running backs go as well. So you guys said Jonathan Taylor. Nick Chubb, we didn't mention. Um, he should be up there. I don't know if he's two, three, four, whatever, but Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, Christian McCaffrey, if he's healthy, J.K. Dobbins, Joe Mixon. Najee Harris is a guy we didn't mention who he ran like like nuts last year with a bad passing game and a bad offensive line, Nikki. He was, so he was, he was my one good player last year. <laughs> <laughs> Nini thinks Jacobs is a flex, actually. What, what do you think about, um, uh, Nikki? I'm talking about uh, Najee Harris this year. You think he's an RB1? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because like you said, I mean, he did it with a real shitty O-line. So right. I think this year, yeah, for sure. Alvin Kamara is definitely somewhere in there. What about for Denver? Um, if Melvin Gordon doesn't come back, I'm, did he sign there or not? Maybe he did sign back with Denver. I got to check that. But they're all about Javante Williams right now. Young kid. Yeah. Here. And he I think be- with Russell Wilson as a quarterback, teams tend to come back to run the ball a lot. Because I think Russell Wilson thrives off of play action being able to get the ball downfield. So Denver's running back could be somebody who could be a sneaky choice there as far as like a flex guy. I like that. There are more running backs than we think, guys, because there I got more on the list over here who can be, whether you want to consider them RB1 or RB2 or somewhere starting in your lineup, like Cam Akers, who we mentioned before. Again, we're not going to say stay healthy for every guy, okay? We could do that for every person. Mm-hmm. But Cam Akers, Aaron Jones, um, A.J. Dillon, uh, Elijah Mitchell, David Montgomery, we mentioned, James Conner. 
Um, let me look at my list over here. What else do you I have? Leonard, who could be a, a deep sleeper, Jay? Who's that? Uh, the Ernest Johnson with the whole Kareem Hunt situation going That's on. Interesting. Maybe so. But you think they'll yeah. trade him? You think they're going to trade Kareem Hunt? I don't think they're going to trade him, but I, I can see him getting hold him though. Carry. All right. Okay. Yeah, and I yeah. see Dearness Johnson maybe getting that spot because Dearness Johnson we saw last year when those two guys got hurt is capable of carrying the offense and being a you know workload back. So I can see him getting more carries for sure. No doubt, Nini. You're right. Gordon is not the same. That's why they're definitely giving it to Williams. There's no doubt. Um, that that's an interesting dynamic over there. That really is. I like that. Uh, a couple more running backs to look at: um, Antonio Gibson, Saquon Barkley, DeAndre Swift, Zeke Pollard. Miles Sanders, Damian Harris, Devin Singletary, Brees Hall, uh, Chase Edmonds, Rashard Penny. It's a lot. Yeah, you have no excuse not to have running backs. No, there is a lot more this year. Really? Think about that list right there. I mean, almost every team has got a running back, and some teams got two. Okay. That's That's really interesting. With like a cowboy situation, do you want to take a Zeke when you know that Pollard is getting better and better and getting more and more opportunities? Or do you want them both? Yeah, that's true. You could try to get them both, but when you have the guys who are truly splitting carries, that's the ones I try to avoid. No doubt. Yeah, that's another group that could be that could be rule eight. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) carries avoid them. (laughs) No doubt. No doubt. All right, loving it. Excellent stuff. Um, Okay, fantasyfreakingcity.com USA all the way today. All right, so we are almost an hour and a half into the show, and we're going to end it with. The last division until we make our final predictions, which aren't going to come for a couple of weeks because we got to see the uh, the preseason. We got to make sure that this one and that one is healthy is going to come out and they're all going to be starting week one. We don't know what's going to happen with certain players. So we have to wait on final predictions. But the AFC South breakdown right now, which is probably the least interesting division. Yeah. That's why we saved it for last. So number four, who will be at the bottom of this division this year? Nikki, why don't we actually, Nikki, would you like to go first? Um, no, D can go no. first. Okay. D, you take it away. Who's going to finish at the basement of the AFC South? I think we're all going to agree on Houston. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're really wow. bad. Uh, you, they, don't, they don't have talent there. Uh, like you mentioned, you could get some fancy sleepers there because they're going to be from, you know, coming from behind. Maybe a Davis Mills will throw for 300 yards because yeah. they're coming from behind, exactly. stuff like that. Uh, and Brandon Cooks will be, you know, the guy receiving a lot of those catches. But outside of that, I see no reason to watch Houston. If you need to watch them. There. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no need to watch that team. They're going to be really bad this year. I'm rooting for Lovey Smith. I hope they do well. I really do. I but too. I'm just rooting that he gets a real chance. Like, he gets a chance to really build yeah. Yeah, that, right. Like if they fire him after this year, I don't care if they go on with seventeen. I will flip out because they are handing him nothing for the most part, uh, other than potential in a quarterback with Davis Mills. Potential because we don't know yet. We'll see. So, Nikki, you would agree they they would finish last? Oh God, yeah. I mean, I don't even know. Like, can you pick five wins? I mean, just to pick four wins is a struggle. It just sucks because I think we're all Lovey Smith fans, and it's like I wish he was in a better situation. Um, and I would hate to see him get fired after one year because this team needs a lot of help. This is not a one year fix, you know what I'm saying? You wonder how great of a coach Lovey Smith is. He took Rex Grossman and the Chicago Bears to the freaking Super Bowl, okay? Which, by the way, was historic because it was him and Tony Dungy as the first two black quarterback, uh, black head coaches that ever in Super Bowl, and uh, Tony Dungy came out on top. 
But Lovey Smith is a great head coach. And, yes. yeah, I hope they give him time over there. And maybe Davis – look, if they have Davis Mills and he's a real quarterback and he's going to be a real starting quarterback, that's a good start. You know, then you can just branch out from there and they're not going to have to pay him anything for a while. So I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, but we'll see. Okay, three, I don't know if we're all going to agree at three, but I'll say that the Jaguars are going to finish third, but it doesn't mean I don't think they're vastly improved. I think they win eight games this year. Eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not six or seven. I think they go eight and nine. And I think we're going to start to see why Trevor Lawrence is that guy who's the number one overall pick. What do you think about that, Nick? Um, yeah, no, I have them third. I think they are definitely improving. We can all agree there. I like Doug Peterson there. Um, I think he's going to be a good fit. Um, they're like an emerging team. I'm going to probably hover around six wins for them, six or seven. Which is definitely a step forward. There's no doubt there. Just hit on that last point with uh, with the Texans. Yeah, Brian, that they ain't going to fire him. Pretty much no matter what happens, and they better not. We all love Lovey. Um D, are you uh, going with the Jaguars in third, or you got somebody else in mind? No, I'm going to Jaguars as well. Okay. I can see them going 7-10, and 10, maybe 8-9 and nine if things go the right way. Uh, so I think as a team, they're going to take leaps and bounds. Oh, yes. But I do have Trevor Lawrence as my quantum leap, leap, leap. So, yes, Trevor Lawrence is my quantum leap player this year. I think he takes a huge leap from what we wow. saw last year with him i love it this year yes that was official that was completely official he just he went deep in the voice everything that was beautiful all right it's prediction is in it is locked in is all locked in in. i gave it a little bit i'm like i think trevor lawrence is going to show us and this guy's like no you could i'll show you all right that's what i'm saying i'll show you Yeah, Brian, we all think they're going to be better, man. All right, so that means at number two, I think we all have the Titans because, Nikki, I am definitely going with the Colts at number one. I'm trying to tell you, I'm a Colts fan, <laughs> and I believe in the team. Fantasy is something different, but sticking at number two, I got the Titans, Nikki, and it's because I think they're going to take a little bit of a step back. There's no more A.J. Brown there to bail Ryan Tannehill out of uh, situations, and Derrick Henry, again, again, I don't know, again, so... That's why I got Tennessee then. You know, I got Tennessee second as well. Listen, I'm not going to rant about Tannehill. You guys have all heard it before. Again, I just feel like he's going to hold that, you know, offense back. I don't know. Derek, like how much are you going to run this guy into the ground? Like what else you got going for you, right? He's coming off that yeah. ankle injury. I don't really know if I trust it. Um, they are coming off a 12-win season. So I'm going to say about 10. 10 okay, I gave him 10 wins also. I'm, I'm the same. I gave him 10 Looks like Brian's given um, uh, nine wins. What do you say, Ding? I agree with Brian. I think they go nine and eight this year. Uh, I don't see them making the playoffs because the AFC is so stacked. Uh, yeah. Like we were talking last week about the AFC East. I only see one team out the AFC East. I only see one team out the AFC South making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I pretty much agree with you there. I think that it would be amazing if two teams came out of the AFC South this year. And if another one did. I think the Jaguars would be that sneaky. I just can't see the Titans doing it this year. We all agree that the Colts are going to win the division. Brian agrees with us as well. He's got him at 11 and 6. I got him at 11 and 6. They could do even better than that. That's if, again, this is not a shot, Nikki. Now I'm speaking just real. If Stafford, if Matt, Matt Ryan, if Ryan could do better, can do better than what I think he can do or what we think that he can get out of Michael Pittman and, and what's this kid named Pierce? You know, he doesn't have a lot of weapons. That's what I'm worried about. 
So if they can do more than just Jonathan Taylor and win games 31 to 17, as opposed to 20 to 17 all the time, I'd feel more comfortable, but I do like the Colts to win the division. Yeah, I do too. I also have them 11 and six. All right. So all three of us have 11 and six. That's not including the, is that four of us? Yeah, our trifecta or quadruple, however you look at it. Quadrilateral. So, yeah, no, I definitely agree. I got the coach going 11 and six. It's weird because they have, like you said, those holes as far as outside weapons, um, but they do mm-hmm. have a good defense. Uh, the defense should be better. You think about adding Stefan Gilmore, you're like, okay, this defense in the secondary could be, you know, even better than they were last year. But Stefan Gilmore is a little older. So do you get the best version of Gilmore or do you get this mm-hmm. washed up version uh, that you're not ready for? So it's they're a playoff team, but I don't know if they're a championship contender. I would agree there. I don't think we're all going championship contender necessarily because you look at the other teams, they're just better. And Nini is, uh, you know, big on Ryan as well. It looks like over here. We all we're all Matt Ryan fans. There's no doubt. And he's not, so don't pretend you are. Oh my gosh. Fantasy is something different. Try it. <laughs> Who knew, like, who had that on their bingo board that it will be a Matt Ryan argument show? No way. <laughs> you never know what's coming on this show. And only on this show. You got that exactly. <laughs> but we all, if we're all going to agree on anything, we all did agree on this. And that is every single team in the division, including the Jaguars, getting better, even though they will finish with the third best record. And the Colts at 11-6, and six, so they're going to the playoffs. And, yeah, that defense, again, is going to be a big reason why. So Darius Leonard is just a name that is not spoken enough around the NFL on shows. Like the, He is one of the best defensive players in the league. He can get the – he forces fumbles. He gets fumbles, interceptions, sacks, tackles, 140-plus a year. The guy does everything. And now you got Rock Gassin in front of him. You know, I, dude, come on. I they, they, they added more players. I think that the Colts are going to be tough, but DM with you. They're not going to be able to beat, I don't think, you know, the Chargers or maybe even the Chiefs or some of those other tough teams, maybe even the Ravens. I don't know if they're good enough to beat those teams. Yeah. Bengals, yeah, I would throw like – Bengals, sure, yeah. And I can't wait to hear what our AFC teams are that are going to come out of the playoffs. We're going to start doing that, I guess, what, in a couple of weeks, guys, because we got to make our predictions, but we want to make sure that these teams have played a few games and we know who's hurt and who's not. That goes a long way, especially with the quarterback position. Yeah, yeah we're, we're pretty close to the official prediction time. Yeah. Today's yeah, the yeah. August 12th, right? Yeah, we know we getting, we got the official quantum leap prediction, so we're getting close. We're getting close. Yes, that's yeah. right. We did get, wow. Wow. I'm so <laughs> glad that Mate P, please stay healthy because I'm, I'm rooting for that one also. I think he yeah. could. All right. Man, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you for letting me forget about my pneumonia for an hour and a half. It beautiful. I appreciate it. I love you guys, my brother and sister. Nikki. Your schedule is packed the hell up, girl. So what is going on? Yeah, so uh, tomorrow I will be on the JC Sports Talk podcast from 6 to 6.30, uh, talking some Giants and some NFC East. You can catch me there. Um, Monday I am guest hosting. Um, I forget the show. I am so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Way to go. Tuesday, I'm back at training camp, so look out for all my content. Follow me live on Twitter. I know some of you out there are living and dying by Daniel Jones's every play um, in training camp, which is just so ridiculous to me. Um, but uh, other than that, of course, Wednesdays, I am here at my home, my home base, my love for you guys. So 
Find me on all social media platforms at Nikki Nick 9384. And hey, listen, I love chatting and interacting with everybody. I usually answer my DMs, but some of you are getting a little crazy. So we are respectful. Thank you. Listen, she shares with her brothers. Okay. We know. Don't get us angry. Leave it at that. (laughs) Leave it at that. If she's the busiest woman, then you're the busiest man, D. I don't know where you are, where you're going, but your head's all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yes. So for me, I was a guest on the Straight Facts podcast we recorded yesterday. It'll be premiering tomorrow. So if you put on YouTube or any other podcast platform, I had a really good time on there. It was really funny because the host of Buckland is a Buccaneers fan. So he definitely was coming at me about being a Saints fan. Oh. We had a lot, of, <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of fun with that. But it was a really good podcast, so go check that one out. Uh, follow me on all social media platforms at the Real Deal WDA. That's where you'll get all the content. You'll get uh, boxing stuff. You'll get NFL stuff. I even had a, a tennis hot take today. So, <laughs> if you had, <laughs> so if you follow me, you'll definitely get content there. Um, I'm going to be writing articles for thirdandtreepodcast.com coming up soon, boxing, basketball articles. Uh, football articles will be on gridironheroics.com. I just wrote one for another one about the Saints, about the Saints defense, how good they can be this year. Uh, doing the research for that, I really – I'm a nerd when it comes to that stuff. So being able to look deep into it and see exactly why the Saints defense was good last year. And that's why I mentioned the Buffalo Bills. Every time I would look at an advanced stat on the Saints, there's the Bills right there just poking out at you. So I think that people will enjoy the article about how good the Saints defense has the possibility of being. So you can go ahead and check that out. But again, all my stuff is at The Real Deal WDA. Uh, my podcast will be back next week, The Real Deal with Damian Adams. So again, man, thank you guys for supporting Keep that good content in your life. So go ahead, subscribe to this show, and then subscribe to mine. Read our articles at 33podcast.com. All that good content keeps your cholesterol down. It makes sure that you're not angry, right? See, Nikki hasn't had a chance to take in the content because she's been so busy. That's why she's so angry. <laughs> so you have to. <laughs> so when you take in, you take in the good content, it keeps your cholesterol down. It keeps you calm and steady. So keep that good content in your life, all right? <laughs> No doubt. Oh, that was so well done, bro. You yeah, are. It's that real deal bets that calm me down. I get a little break during the day. I'm like, oh, oh, Instagram. All right. Got a real deal bet. Yep. Yes. See, I forgot about that. Yes. The real deal bets I, I do you. as well. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> too much going on. You can't even keep up with yourself, man. You got way too much. You need a schedule. See, you're going you're gonna to do it. You're going to be like, oh, I am, good. I am, I'm glad. I'm, pro- I'm probably going to have you help, help me do one for sure. Yeah, I will yeah. absolutely help you do one. Very nice. Yeah, you, you you need you guys need one of them big desk calendars. You get to carry it all over with you. This is Who uses a manual calendar anymore? He has a he has a he has a calendar right next to his house phone. Hang it on the on the fridge, right? <laughs> what year do you live in over there in Fort Lauderdale? Hey, it's always the eighties around me. I'm eighty style, baby. That's the way it is. It's always eighties. Keep it real. Oh, Let's go. Oh, man. You can catch my ugly 80s ass, all right, on this show. All right, Third and Three Podcast. This is my home. This is where it's grown. This is my family right here every Wednesday night, 7 o'clock. And L.A. and Mike are going to be doing some writing for us. Also, I'm going to be doing some more writing on Third and Three. It's been a hot minute. I got to get back on that stuff and do my thing, getting over this pneumonia crap. I had Russell Baxter on Monday. We did every single team. We did, like, the number one question for each team, all 32 of them. That's on YouTube now and Apple and Spotify and all that stuff. So Power 32 Podcast is going to be 
very, very prevalent this year, whether it's fantasy or NFL, or I'm going to be talking about 49ers a lot, and I will be having on guests throughout the season, and that will include you two, all right, when I don't want to feel like talking as much and I need somebody else to host my show, and I will come to you and <laughs> help me out with that. But, um, yeah, third and three podcast, baby. That's where it's at, and this is the squad. Love it. I love it. This is my therapy. I needed it. And every Wednesday night, you can count on it. Thank you guys for holding it down last week. I missed the hell out of it, but I'm glad to be back. And we will be back same time, same station next week, guys. We're out of here. Give them the wave, Nick. Bye. Peace.